This week, we're highlighting our favorite gaming moments from 2022. This is the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who is now a lord, first of his name. It's my co-host, Lord Mike. Mike, how are you, my excellency? I am so happy that you acknowledged me. Of course. I am a lord. Yeah, you are. Yeah, officially. Great. <laughs> yeah. So, um... Yeah, my, my Twitter handle has already been uh, updated to reflect that. Um, my LinkedIn has also been updated. <laughs> Great. Um, Passport is next. And is that where is that where it stops? Uh, probably a legal name change. I guess I have to uh, get a legal name change, blah, 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 name change before I uh, change my passport. But no, anywhere I can. Uh, I've got a vanity plate on the way that says Lord. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I'm suing Lord the musician. No. <laughs> All right. Hang on a sec. <laughs> um, I'm also suing uh, Lord Huron. Another band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it never, it's never going to end. When you said that, you know, you can't wait for me to uh, not be insufferable about this. <laughs> That was the right first impression. Right. It's. I think it's one of those things where it's impossible to not be insufferable about it. Like, you have to yeah. beat it into the ground. I would expect nothing less. Yeah, absolutely. And then people come at me and say, well, you're not actually, like, a lord in the royal sense. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'll hurt you. I have, I have a land deed that says otherwise. Yes. I am more of a lord than you will ever be. Yeah. Fucking get him. Well. I'll, uh, uh, I'll have to tell you my censored joke after after oh. the recording. <laughs> Great. Uh, now that you are a lord, it must be really difficult for you to have time to, to play some games. But what have you been playing? I actually have. Uh, being a lord has changed me. <laughs> um, since becoming a lord. Um, I have pretty much strictly played PlayStation VR. Whoa. Yeah, I threw you for a loop there, huh? Yes. <laughs> I, my um, weird statistic is, I think since the last time we recorded, which was what, two weeks ago or three weeks ago? Um, three weeks ago? Two weeks yeah, ago. A couple of weeks ago. Um, I do not think I played Xbox at all. I did play Flight Sim for like two minutes. Which is an Xbox game. Right. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure where else that was going, and so... I'm sorry. I should have. I should. I like really didn't even. I really didn't even want to say. Uh, <laughs> I played Xbox, but then that would make me uh, a liar, and that 
that is that is not what uh, Lord Michael Heiner does. <laughs> oh my fucking god! <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, since we last recorded, um, we being my wife and I have been pretty much strictly playing games on Stadia. Oh, that's right. I knew that. Yeah. I've been keeping a live tally on my Twitter of the games that we've completed. Um, and uh, we've beaten a couple of games. We beat the first Overcooked, which um, was definitely interesting to play after playing Overcooked 2. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's really funny because when we played Overcooked 2, we like um we got three stars on every level. And we're like we started doing that in Overcooked and like, okay, we really don't have time to do this, so we need to just um we need to just kind of get through this. And without trying, I think we three starred every level, but like two and then the final boss. Mm-hmm. So that was funny. So played that beat that Justine has also been kind of uh, playing it on her own to get through some of the games. Uh, she beat Lake, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. That's kind of like a really casual, like laid back, basically a mail delivery simulator. Oh, sick. But the story is pretty interesting. So she played that all the way through and beat it. And I watched most of it. I think she may have played some of it while I was working, but I saw enough that I like know the story. Oh, I yeah, I remember seeing like the art for this game. It looked like visually looked really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was really. I mean, even on Stadia, like obviously it's going to look better on PS5 or, or Series X, but even on Stadia, it looked really good. Mm hmm. Um, so Justine beat that and I played through and beat deliver us the moon, which I don't know if you've played that game. I have not or seen it. So good. It's really short. Like, I think I maybe beat it in like five and a half, six ish hours. Okay. Um, but just really, again, kind of just like a, a casual, like puzzle based uh, story game. Um, but so good. I can't believe it took me this long to play it. And there's a um, new one coming out or is out. Uh, I think it's coming out and, and it's called Deliver Us Mars. Mm-hmm. And that looks so after I beat this game. I watched some trailers for that because I don't think I even realized that that was happening. And I think it was just announced this year. I feel like it's out. I feel like I've seen it on the PlayStation Store already, unless it's just a pre- it? unless it was just a pre-order. Sorry. I didn't think there was a release date, but maybe. It could be. I don't know. Um, but that looks even more like... I don't know if there's combat in that, but there's at least like... Yeah, it's pre-order. Sorry. Okay. You get like... Um, what are they called? Like climbing picks? Like something you'd use to climb like an ice mountain sort of thing. Mm-hmm. 
and you use that and it's really cool it's really well done it's like uh it pushes you back and forth from like third person and first person so like there's a bunch of different perspective on on puzzles um so that was really good and we started together fogs i don't know if you've seen that game fogs i mean that yeah, that's where like you play a two-headed dog and it's like a puzzle game. I kind of think it was a PlayStation Plus game at some point. Yeah, okay. I definitely have seen this. I I don't know if I don't know if it's you, on PlayStation Plus or if it was. You and Shelby would enjoy it. Okay. It's just a stupid physics-based co-op game. All right, yeah. That's definitely that is uh, mine and Shelby speed for sure. Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's long. I think Justine looked up how long it takes to be and said like 16 to 17 hours. Jeez. Yeah. So That's... I think we're about a third of the way through. I think there's like three main areas that you go through. Uh-huh. And again, Justine might be a worse completionist than I am. Like, like <laughs> worse in the sense of like annoying because as a completionist, completionists are fucking annoying or worse as in you want to complete and she doesn't. She wants to complete and I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I want like, I'm just trying to fly through these games. Right. Like, and <laughs> right. Like Fogs has things where like you can find like collectibles in of each course. level. Yeah, there's like three in each level. So if we don't find one, she gets pissed off, and we have to go back. And I'm like, Justine, it's not going to matter in three weeks. This is all going to be gone. It's going to be like we never played this game. Right. Right. That but I admire it. If I if if I may for a, a minute, I would like to speak to the Justines out there, and I just want to say that in 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 trying times such as these, where Stadia is going to be non-existent. Yeah, it's more about completing games than it is about completing completing games. Mm-hmm. Um, you you save those for the the Xbox, for the PlayStation, you know. I guess for the Switch, if you're if you're a, a true true completionist, yeah. I I need trophies. I need trophies or achievements to be there to to tell me if it's in the game itself and that's it. Meh. I'll forget about it. Is it is sad because Justine gets excited every time she gets an achievement in a game. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> these aren't going to matter. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm, you know, I'm happy she's, I'm happy she's playing with me. I just find it really funny because her, her brain and my brain work the same way. Like not like having to play through Overcooked and not get three stars on each level just killed us both. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, so we're playing that together. We did not beat that, and then she's playing. Uh, there was like a free How to Train Your Dragon adventure game okay. on Stadia, so she's playing that. And I think she enjoys it. Nice. She's been playing the hell out of it. So I think Shelby just recently bought two How to Train Your Dragon games. I don't know. Like I gotta I- be honest with you, I I expected it to be dog shit, and it actually like seems like it i mean it looks looks good but it seems like it plays pretty good too yeah and it's not like 
really easy. She she hasn't she hasn't actually started playing any of them yet. I think she's gotten two now at this point. But um, she always adds them whenever we're at like a retro game store, or like there like there's a, a store we go to that has retro games, but then they also do have like Switch. Um, I actually don't know if they have PS5 or Xbox Series games really. But I also wouldn't look because I don't have a disc version. Yeah. I have a I have a dickless PS5. Anyway. Yeah. So like they have Switch games though. Um and so like I'll be I'll be like racking up, you know, a Nintendo sixty four game, a Game Boy Color game, and a PS one game, PS two game or something. And then Shelby will come over and add to my stack. How to Train Your Dragon 2 or whatever for the Switch. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> like, sure. Do. Uh, yeah, so it's just funny. Um, Twitch is about to be retro anyway. Well, maybe. Is that your, is that your, is that your hot take? Not for, really. For end of the I year. I don't know if you've seen this. This will be my uh, quick news bit, but a lot has been coming out this week that the Switch Pro was scrapped. Because Nintendo just wanted to focus on the next gen. Mm-hmm. And so they just put out the Switch OLED to kind of shut people up. Yeah, which is honestly I I like that. I I like yeah. I like um I like midlife upgrades that are very much minor. Just quality of life, basically. But right, but but still provide like good benefit, better battery, like for the Switch, better screen, you know, maybe maybe slightly bigger if 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 necessary, like little things like that are like nice, good job. I I honestly don't love when both like Sony and uh, Microsoft when they do these like it's basically a whole new console. Yeah. Um, to some degree, but I also I, I also get why they do that. So I will say the One X was probably one of my favorite consoles I've ever bought because that was just like uh, there's this, I love it and I hate it. I love it because like the Xbox One generation games like were so much better. Like mm-hmm. that was really the the main reason I started falling away from PlayStation because. I was not going to get a game for PS4 when I could get it on the One X and know that it's going to be like 60 frames per second mm-hmm. and just altogether better. Um, it did take away, and I've talked about this before, so I won't talk about it too much, but it did take away from the current generation because the upgrade felt so marginal for me. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Um, I, I, hope i I kind of feel two ways about it like obviously i like exciting stuff and new technology so like part of me hopes it's altogether different but also like the switch is still so solid it's just that you know the hardware in it is at least 10 years old now or going on Mm -hmm. 10 years old right so like it really just needs a bit of a bump to modernize it right so i'm torn on that but And uh, anyway, going back to 
my now very long-winded three weeks in game. It's been three also weeks. Also played some Switch. Yeah, some Switch. Yeah, I had a good little Christmas moment with my brother. Um, one S Chris of one S plays. Brought my Switch to our parents' house this past weekend for, for Christmas and played Switch Sports at his request and had a lot of fun doing that. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was good. Very cool. Tell me about your uh, your three weeks, including how you uh, gamed on the road. Yeah. So I told myself I was only going to take, this was like weeks ago, but when I was thinking I had to going home for the holidays i was like oh this is perfect i <clears throat> i have my vitas i'll just take those and i can plural. i can travel yeah plural <laughs> i can travel rather small and just take my vitas plural. um plural and then pokemon came out and i was like oh well the switch packs down i have like a small thing for that i was like so i'll bring that along too so that way especially because i was going to be with people to like do like the raids with I, I did get Charizard twice. Um both in my Violet save and my Scarlet save. You can only catch it once per save. Uh oh. unlike other <laughs> unlike other uh terror raids, but I, I have two Charizards. Plural. <clears throat> and then um and then GTA had the new update and I was gonna be with uh Brock who I who I've been playing GTA with. And so I was like, fuck, I guess I'm bringing my PlayStation. So I ended up bringing all of those. Um, and then I ultimately didn't really game all that much. Um, mostly Pokemon. Like I did play, did play a good bit of Pokemon, um, Scarlet. Uh, but beyond that, um, did play a little GTA, played a little bit of Witcher on, um, on Christmas Eve. Um, because uh, it's my birthday, so I kind of get to I kind of get to do whatever I want, and so I got to play in the living room of my parents' house on the big big TV. So that was nice. Um, and that's really it. Didn't play my Vitas at all. Plural. Plural. Um. But yeah, so. That that was kind of it. Um, that was mostly while on the road. Now, um, I I also yesterday after getting back, Shelby and I immediately jumped back into playing some Seven Days again, um, which is great. Um, and then I've I've also started two smaller games. I like to challenge, I like to like, it's just, uh, it's not even really a challenge. It's just, I'm calling it a challenge for myself. Whenever, whenever PlayStation Plus puts up like what games are going to be leaving, I like to look at them and see like, and at least download them and give them a shot and, and see like how they are. Um, So two games that I started, one's called Seasons After Fall. It's just like a platformer, little puzzle type kind of game. Um, which is, has been enjoyable. It's like, I I really like the art style of it. It's like almost, um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of what's the, uh, what's the game that Microsoft put out this year, um, that you had played? 
that a rhetorical question? No. As dust falls. As dust falls. It kind of has like that art style where it's like almost like watercolory and okay. um, nice. very like uh like stop and like stop and goy. I don't know how to I don't know how to better describe that. It's not like stop motion. Like I wouldn't really describe it as that. But regardless, um, that's pretty fun. Um, and again, just very artsy. And then this other game I've been playing is called Enigmatis. The Ghosts of Maple Creek. And if I'm being totally honest, the game is rather booty cheeks. Um, and it's one of those games that's like, it's a puzzle game, but it's like, you have to go to this area, then you have to backtrack, then you pick up this item, then you go back here, then you go here, then you pick up another item, then you go to this area, do all these things. Then you go to this area, now you have a puzzle. So I've been using a guide for all of the in-between stuff because I just like don't have like the capacity in me. But it's like a it's like a mystery type story. And so the story is pretty whatever. And the the puzzles though are fun. And and most of the puzzles are um random object puzzles where you like you basically walk up to like a pile of junk and then it's like fine it's like a it's like a it's like a object find puzzle where it's just like Find in all this shit, a basketball, a cat, a four-leaf clover, and stuff like that. And so that, honestly, though, like, just, like, my dumb my dumb little brain has just been like, yeah, this is exactly what I needed right now. So I'm playing that. And then, yeah, it's like a, there's, like, a murder mystery type story going on that, like I said, is rather shite. But all in all, it's whatever. I'll platinum it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ashamed to do that. So. Yeah, you will. Uh. But yeah, no MLB though. I don't think I've. I don't think I since we last recorded. I don't think I've played any MLB. Excellent. Proud of you. So. Uh, and I don't think I got to talk about Witcher. Did I talk about Witcher the last time we recorded? I don't think I did. Mm, I don't think you did either. Well, regardless, the new update for it. I mean, it looks. It it does look really good. It's hard to tell. I really need to run it against like the PS4 version because like it feels pretty on par with like a lot of the games from from now, right? So whereas I remember Witcher Three on PS4 looking like head and shoulders better than like anything else. Um, so I I like it's one of those things where it's like I think this looks better, <laughs> but it's like hard to tell. Um. But regardless, it's been fun to like play that game again, and um, I'm playing on the hardest difficulty for now. We'll see if that stays. Um, mostly just because like I have played it before, and so like I don't know. I know there's a um, there is a trophy tied to beating it on the hardest difficulty, and I don't know. It's not necessarily that I was in a rush to beat it last time, but like I just was so like hungry to like keep playing it. Whereas now it's like if I play and get to a part where I'm like, okay, I'm getting my ass kicked. I just want to put it down for a little bit. It's no no real harm or foul because like I have other stuff to play and stuff like that. Whereas again, when it first came out, it was like the only thing I wanted to play. And I, I'm not like in that same mindset necessarily. I don't know if mm-hmm. that makes sense, but Yeah. Yep. Um so I've been really chipping away at it when I am playing, but I'm honestly better at it. Not to like pat my own back, but I'm better at it than I thought I would be for it being on the hardest difficulty. So 
you just have to be like a lot smarter about picking and choosing your fights. But yeah, I'll probably start sinking a good bit more time into that relatively soon. But that's my that's my week. Three weeks. Plural. Productive. I well, guess. I guess. I don't know, dude. Um I guess Oh. Yeah. One more follow up question. Did you get any good gaming stuff for Christmas? Um I got I I got a new controller because Nice. You just gotta so I have the I have a teal I have the teal uh dual sense controller now. Um so I have five controllers now. But my one white controller, the circle button's getting kind of wonky, so I could probably put it out of circulation. Um, but yeah. Also, I think I'm gonna make a control. I think I'm gonna make a controller wall at some point. Might be smart. Um, just because I have so many, and like, it's just an easy thing to ask for, you know. Like, right. I don't know what else to ask for for Christmas. There's a there's a cool colorway for a controller that I like. Just give me that. Perfect. Thanks. That's um, smart. That's really smart. Thank you. I try. Justine, if you're listening, I'm definitely not going to do that. <laughs> Wink. Um, I also got the I got the new uh, DualSense that's not out yet, but um, I had somebody pre-order that for me, which was very kind. Excellent. Did you already start charging it? Uh, no, like it, it, it's not out yet. Like it won't be here until. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah. That that was probably. I know we're gonna talk about our favorite uh, gaming moments of the year and stuff, but um, that might be my favorite story from this past year was finding out that the new DualSense has uh, what's it called? The DualSense Edge, I think. Yeah, I think so. Has a worse battery life than DualSense. And so I was like, how can you be worse than zero? <laughs> right. Like, the the DualSense is so bad. But I also think I'll just, I'll be, I'll be choosy about when I use it. So also the DualSense is bad, but I don't think it's necessarily as bad as some people make it out to be because for whatever fucking reason, I think like after, I'm just going to say an arbitrary number. Let's say the battery life is six hours on the controller. It's probably somewhere in like the four to six hour range, if I'm being realistic. But let's just say it's six for ease of what I'm about to say. At three hours, you'll get the notification that says the battery's low. But it does feel like you can play for like way longer before it actually dies on you. Hmm which is very bizarre. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. It's annoying, if you ask me. But I don't it's want also... to live in dread for three hours. <laughs> right. But also, I mean, I have other controllers, so it's not like the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So I don't know. It's very annoying. But again, the battery life, I think, is better than what it actually seems. But it's still, in my opinion, fairly dog shit for what it should be like the ps4 controllers because again shelby and i play seven days and she's playing on my ps4 and i'm playing on the ps5 and um i don't think it's ever popped up 
while playing. Now, I think she's also fairly on top of swapping and making sure that she has two, like that she just interchanges. But mm-hmm. I also just never remember the PS4 being that bad. So it's annoying. But yeah, that those are those are the only two gaming things I think I got. I might have gotten like a PS Store gift card or something like that too. But nice. What about you? Did you get anything? Get anything good gaming related? Did you get PSVR um, two? Yes. <laughs> I didn't get anything gaming related. Wow. And my mom made a very potent statement <laughs> when we were there for Christmas, in that she thinks this is the first year that nobody asked for video game stuff for Christmas. Wow. This is a very strange thing. And like in hindsight, I was like, okay, like I could have asked for something. Mm-hmm. But I would have been doing it just for the sake of, of doing it. Yeah. Because like I'm not gonna ask for any Xbox games, obviously. Yep. Um Switch games. Like last year, I think I only asked for Switch games because I just hate buying Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. Um so like I could have asked for something. I was talking to Justine, I was like, oh, maybe I should have asked for like Kirby or something. Cause like I would play Kirby, but like mm-hmm. I don't really want to buy it. Right. Um. But yeah, I liked your idea of asking for a controller. That's probably what I'll do now. I when think Justine. Go ahead. I I was gonna say I think the past couple of years I've I've gone away from asking for games, but I I typically have been asking for like the accessories. So like yeah, I think the one year I asked for the headset. I know I asked for uh. I asked the year where I, the year the PlayStation 5 came out, I asked for a DualSense controller and got a DualSense controller for Christmas, but didn't actually get my PS5 until like January, which was funny. Um, oh yeah, I do remember that. So I've been better about like just doing that, like just asking, because like, I don't know, it's just easier. I'll see when a game's on sale and I'll just I'll just pick it, you know, at that point or, you know, now with like, the services if it's on there so switch though there's still a couple of switch games so yeah typically if i did ask for a game it's probably for a switch game um but yeah you i think i think my mom also made like a joke about that one year where it was just like oh you didn't ask for any any video games no video games it's like i should probably ask for like a year of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Because, like, and, and now that I have my, my PS4 hasn't been set up for, like, at least six months on the dot. It's crazy. It, I, it was, like, it was so bad that I didn't even know where, like, some stuff was, just from, like, being packed, and now that we've lived here for six months, but... I was like going through the library because I was trying to like move some stuff around because I have a two terabyte hard drive in my PS4 and then also like a two terabyte external drive. Mm-hmm. And like, frankly, at this point, we're only using it for VR. So I was trying to move all my VR games over to my internal drive because mm-hmm. most of them are on my external. And. Just the, the amount of games that were on there that I was just like, I should just delete this shit because I'm never going to play it. Like, all the PlayStation Plus games. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is really making the case that I don't need PlayStation Plus anymore. 
Yeah. Like the only people I would play online with now have PS5s. So like I don't need it for online play. But then I think back to the Vita and it's like, well, I need PlayStation Plus for that. So I'm torn, like, do I just because a lot of really good games for the Vita were on PlayStation Plus. So it's like, do I really focus on beating those games so I can drop PlayStation Plus and then I just never have access to those games again? Or do I try to like find copies of it, which is near impossible now? Yeah, you so you'll have access to them. I think the way it works is you'll have access to them when you get PS Plus again. Oh, so even if you lapse, yeah, sounds right. I don't know. I would hate. I would hate to. I would hate to say that and then have that not be the case. But I'm. I'm almost positive. The main one right now for Vita is Gravity Rush, and it's like, I don't need to play that on Vita. I want to because it's got like some of the like Vita gimmicks in Mm -hmm. it. I've been playing it. Very fun. I'm I'm almost done with it, I think. I just need to beat it. But, but yeah, so that would be something I could ask for. I almost bought myself a new controller for Christmas. Because we were at Target and uh they had the Lunar Shift uh-huh. Xbox controller. And it was like either ten or twenty dollars off. Uh-huh. I was like should have bought it. But I'll ask for it for Christmas. Next. Also, year. if anyone's interested, the uh, Target, well, at least when I went a week ago, the Target in Ithaca, New York, had a PS5. Yeah, they're starting to pop up more. Yeah, it was cool to see. Still didn't buy it, but were you like freaking out? Feel like you were seeing a celebrity? No, not really. I saw it. Like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> That's I I did I did kind of people watch. I I kind of like hung around that area and like I was looking for other stuff too, mm-hmm. but I was like people watching and just like seeing the amount of people walking by. It's like that meme of the guy in the corner. At at like a party, mm-hmm. and he's out by himself. He's like they don't know what they're walking by. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was at a Target. I think it was when I went to pick up Scarlet and Violet and somebody was picking up an order, like an online order, and it was a PS5. And they were just Oh really? They were just strolling through the uh the parking lot. Like I was right behind them and Shelby and I, we had that like, you know, that inner fight of we do we them. do we go fight this person and steal their PS5? <laughs> it was the God of War edition. Uh we yeah. we opt we opted not to. But it was just crazy. It was just like, it was like, if this was me two years ago, I would have it like tucked under my jacket. This person was just nonchalantly. It's just like, man, times have changed. It's very cool. Very cool that they're starting to become more available fucking two years later. Yeah, I guess I can say I've seen a PS5 in retail before I saw a Series X. I think I want to agree with that. I think I saw Series S's. But yeah, I don't those are. Think I saw a Series X. If you if you go to like a Costco or a BJ's, they like always have Series S's. Oh, I'm, and they have for over a year now. I'm always at Costco's and BJ's. You know what? At a certain <laughs> point in life, and that's the best part of your uh, best part of your month. 
<laughs> monthly trip to the wholesale club. Love it. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about our year. Let's talk about our shortcomings in in life and in video games. So I it's easy to talk about like what our favorites were, but what's what's your like gaming regret this year, would you say? My gaming regret. Yeah. Um at this point, uh not playing enough Stadia games sooner. <laughs> that's a fair one. That's really fair. And like that's completely on me because like we knew this was coming. Like even in what October, September, October when it was announced. Right. Like it literally took till December. Um. Yeah, I th- I think that's it for me. I I I, I also kind of wish I weren't being such a piss pot about Sony, but like also that's not entirely my fault. And that's kind of stemmed recently too from setting up my PSVR. It's like man. You can definitely feel how old this is now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure PSVR 2 is going to be incredible. But it's not $1,200 incredible to me, regardless of how good it is. Right. That's And that's completely fair. And, like, could I save up for it and buy it? Probably. But also, like, I just feel so vindictive right now against Sony that don't want to get involved yeah it's fair what was your gaming biggest gaming regret of 2020 what year are we in two 2022 uh i would say probably probably this is a bad one but it's also it's also very real i um wish i wouldn't have put fifteen thousand hours into mlb the show i'm sure that's an incredibly accurate number yeah it's 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 probably 1500 actually um i don't have my i don't have my sony year in review or whatever up but um it was something like that like half of my time and granted i say it every year I leave the game up and so that's why it sucks up some of those extra hours but nonetheless and here's the thing i'm gonna put a ton of the i'm gonna put a ton of time if not the same amount of time into it next year too um but that's that's probably like my regret stems off of that i guess really my regret is i had i had said that i was gonna play more i was gonna try and play more games that were at the awards, the game awards. And granted, some of that has to be rather predictive, and that obviously can be difficult. But nonetheless, in terms of games that came out this year, um, and trying to trying to be better about that, I played Stray, Horizon, Saints Row, and MLB the show. I mean it, it counts. Um 
and then I honest oh and 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 uh, Pokemon Legends in terms of games that came out this year and were a part of the awards show. Uh, I don't think I'm I don't think I'm missing anything in there. So I played five, uh, which I guess isn't necessarily bad, but also I definitely I meant more when I said it. So right. Uh, so yeah, that's probably that that that's also like part of my regret i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't chalk my regret up to um like elden ring necessarily like i i don't i don't really regret not playing that yet because i think i'm gonna have to really be in the right mood to play that and so Mm. um and i got to like see all of like the excitement around it and everything and and didn't really necessarily feel like i was missing out like i do more so with games that have such a heavy focus on story, like thinking back to like The Last of Us. Um, and just like not like having played it, just feeling like you're missing out on the conversation. Mm-hmm. So is there is there a game for you that did come out this year that at the time you had hoped to get around to playing and, and, and never did? Oh, man back pretty hard i mean as far as like xbox game studios games like i think um as dusk balls was really the only one and i did play that so i'm happy i played that mm-hmm. um stray is definitely one because i did do like the up like you could upgrade your existing playstation plus subscription for like cheap to be able to go to one of the higher levels to try it out. Mm-hmm. And I did that over the summer so I could play Stray and then I never got around to it by the time my subscription elapsed. So now I'm back to like the, whatever the foundational PlayStation Plus is. Mm-hmm. So that's one I definitely wish I played. Um, then, uh, I feel like there's another big one. I, I I guess I'll say this. I wish that Elden Ring were a game that I know I could get into. Mm-hmm. Because I do have a little bit of FOMO on that. Like, I feel like in, you know, 10, 15, 20 years, you know, people are going to be like, oh, remember Elden Ring and how great of a game it was. And, you know, it has the potential to be kind of one of those foundational games. I was like, no, didn't play it. Right. But just, you know, it's, I, I basically have the philosophy that not every game is going to be for me. And I'm happy that so many people enjoyed it and can have that conversation and that I don't need to be involved in every conversation. I can at least respect it for what it did for the industry. Right. Yep. No, that's definitely, it's a good way of thinking about it. Um, I think the, the, the game for me that I look back and see that I haven't had the chance to play yet, I think I'm going to actually say two. So one is Sifu, um, because I, I, 
really was and still i still am interested in that game um but just didn't get around to it and so hopefully i can hopefully i get it soon and start playing i just have all these other games that i'm like playing or should clean up or that i already have so it's like shouldn't tack on to it but um the other one and is in a similar vein is cult of the lamb because it's just such a spencer game it's just so up my alley and like all gameplay i've seen of it has just told me that i'll absolutely love it um so again that falls into like a similar vein of sifu um i did uh i'm looking now i did play 76 games 76 different games this year so i mean like played and completed or just like started just started at the very okay, least. but still a massive number um uh but yeah so and 50 percent of my time was sunk into mlb the show <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think uh, in terms of games that are from this year that I'm like, all right, they're the they're the first ones that I want to go. Because obviously I want to play God of War and I want to play Elden Ring, but God of War I'm not going to play until I finish the first one. Um, and Elden Ring, I don't know. Like, I hear that it's easy compared to other Souls games. So it's like, do I do I continue to try and play through some of these other ones before I jump into it, or do I just say fuck it because the other ones are so annoying and hard? Do I just jump in and like maybe play like Sekiro and like Bloodborne because they're a little bit you know more refined? Maybe I don't know, but um, Cult of the Lamb and, and Sifu are definitely the two that I look back and I'm like, I I wish I would have gotten around to those. Um, yeah, I think there were a lot of games. I mean, like for me, um, Truck to Yomi is kind of like my seat. Oh, dude. Really have the opportunity to play it. I fucking forgot about that, too. Yeah. Such a great genre that came out this past year. I mean, like, or I'm not going to say came out, but was kind of popularized this year. Yeah. just Just some really strong showings from indies in general. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I remember looking at the the like best indie and best debut indie awards uh, for the game awards, and it was just like some really strong games in here, like yeah. some games that really dominated the news cycle, and I mean, obviously Stray, um, in terms of of like being crowned king indie of the year. But like, there there's so many good ones. Um, which is really good to see. And it, and it, it could just be the people I follow, but like actually seeing them get that recognition, that means something that we push for a lot because you can truly find some incredible gems, um, you know, that are just like passion projects, basically. And they're just so amazing. And so I feel like they've gotten more attention recently. Again, it could just be like the people I follow pushing so heavily for them. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I still see a lot of, you know, hype and stuff around Call of Duty and like the the like easy to pick games. Um, so 
I do feel like there's been more of a push for indies, and it's been refreshing and good to see. I mean, I think you look at platforms, you know, and, and how well Game Pass has been doing, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, what will come of PlayStation's service. Like, that is just so good for small developers. I mean, because they provide the funding and really the audience to get these games in the in the people's hands and you know they don't necessarily have to take the risk on buying an indie game that may or may not be good right not that can't happen with big triple a games too like people still take the same risk but i think people are less adverse to it so i think that'll be exciting to see over the coming years like how many more indie games we see because they can just go on these services. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, I think you're right. It's definitely been like the big push. Um, okay, I guess now we can get into the positives. Um, so we were talking about it beforehand, but... What was your game of the year? And and the way we're looking at this is like really you can look at it any way you want. Um but specifically game that we played this year, not necessarily a game that came out this year. Um Yeah. Yeah. Mine I have two really big games. I'll I'll definitively pick one that was my my personal game of the year. Both of them did come out in 2021. Around the same time. Um but the game that I played mostly in 2022 and beat in 2022 that I would say was my favorite was Metroid Dread. Um I mean that that game is is probably I mean, I, I guess I can say definitively in my top 10, like, all-time games. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's funny, you know, we had the Switch out for Christmas, and there's just so much of me that wanted to play Metroid again. Um, and as much as I love Metroid, there's not a ton of replayability for me. Like, I know I could go through and... You know, you can always get better. You could go through and do like the super hard mode, like the one percent mode. Right. But I know that I don't have that in me. Like you have to be <laughs> really good to do that. So they're one of those. But I mean, they're one of those games where I can happily play once, and yeah, I'll miss playing it. But there'll be something else. I have like I think it's Metroid: Samus Returns on the 3DS that I still haven't beaten. Mm-hmm. So like. I could play that, and that plays very similar, but it's also on the 3DS. But, yeah, I mean, Metroid Dread, just an incredible game. And I would say my close runner-up, again, came out in 2021, but sunk a ton of hours into, was Cyberpunk. Yeah. I still go back into Cyberpunk every now and then, when I because I, I'm still working on cleaning up all of gigs and stuff right that game so many hours yeah that's the 
the bounce back for Cyberpunk definitely has been really nice to see. And we've talked about it like plenty, obviously, because of how much you played it and how much you like really hyped it up, especially after the um after like the next gen upgrade mm-hmm. happened. And then I mean I know I played it and like talked about it a ton and and then it got the huge boost from Edge Runners coming out. So um been it's been talked about plenty, but I mean truly like you you look at like the current um gaming climate and how easy it is for companies to sometimes just throw in the towel. You know, you could look at like Anthem as an example. Right. Um they had a bad launch, you can't doubt that and you can't deny that. But um but they didn't just give up on it. Um which I think truly shows like some level of care. Um, I hate to think of like the working conditions that they had. Um, but there was a desire to like, to some extent put out uh, a, a product that they truly could actually like be proud of having their name on. So um, it was one of those things. Say that. Go ahead, sir. No, 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 go ahead. And set themselves up perfectly for DLC. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Like Cyberpunk launches, you ask me how I feel about CD Project Red. And and again, Witcher 3, one of my favorite games. Having never played any of the other ones or anything like that, like I jump into Witcher 3 and I'm like, this is incredible. This is like one of the best, if not the best games I've ever played. And Cyberpunk comes out, a game that I'm obviously going to be super excited for, and it is a complete flop. You know, my expectations for CD Projekt Red is they hit one home run. You know, again, this is my own bias, obviously, not not having played Witcher 1 or Witcher 2. But they hit one home run for me, um, and they'll never be able to replicate that again. And so, I'm, you know, there's no reason for me to really pay attention to them anymore until, you know, they truly put out something big and then they do this like upgrade. And now it's like, I'm excited for the cyberpunk DLC. I'm excited for this Witcher one remake. I'm excited for the new Witcher game that they're going to be making. Uh, they have a new IP that's not Witcher or cyberpunk that they're working on. It's like, I'm excited for all of these things. Faith restored for now. They could obviously ruin that, but like, I, I have faith. I have faith in them once again. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it, it even kind of got to the point where I'm like, man, you know, should I give Witcher a try? Again, it's it's kind of the um, like the Soulsborne syndrome where it's like it's just it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's maybe that'll be one of my goals for 2023. Is just give it a try. Yeah, just <laughs> sink sink an hour, two hours into it. Look, I'm telling you. Because I know you're not a you're not a huge fan of you know sword play and stuff like that. Um, because it's been out and everything, and it is a it's a long game. Throw it on the easiest difficulty. Get the story, get the get the fun gameplay of just being able to be a badass witcher. Truly, got like probably the best way if you're going to like just play through it once the best way to just do it 
Because yeah. the, the thing that's so amazing about The Witcher, I mean, it plays great and everything. But like the thing that's truly so amazing about it is just CD Projekt's attention to detail and the writing for the game is just so amazing. Like, I just can't get over it. I can't get over the fact that I'm playing stuff and I like, I, I like vividly remember the conversations just because of like how like well written the game is. It's, it's awesome. But I also understand it's not not for everybody and it's a very particular genre so but overall cd project red has my faith and it's a very deserving choice i'd say from you uh it's it's honestly up there for me because this was the year i really like played and finished it I want to say I probably beat it back in like February, maybe. Um, it's the game that I had the second most time in on PlayStation this year, with four with four percent of my time. MLB has fifty percent, <laughs> with second place with four percent is Cyberpunk. So um, a reasonable amount. Yeah. Um, no, I doing. Mean, I did. I played. I played a ton this year, um, and it's definitely up there for me. I would say though, going back and and mine's a game that came out I think last year. Um, Ghost of Tsushima. Wow. Like, it's, it's damn near a perfect game. Like, I, I made the joke, but, like, the, the trolls picked a good, good, uh, follow up when they wanted to, like, not see Last of Us 2 win. Um, Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima is, like, damn near a perfect game. It's so freaking good. Um, I haven't gone back and played the Kurosawa mode yet but um i i really look forward to to doing that um just an absolute blast and incredible that like sucker punch of all groups were the ones to make a great like japanese samurai game so that was sick um that's probably like the best game i played this year and then to try and like give some love to like games that were from this year, both Stray and Horizon were also phenomenal. Horizon being like a current gen, like PS5 game, um, was just ridiculous. Like that's still one of those games where you're playing on like new hardware and you're kind of just walking around because you can't believe how good stuff looks. Like when mm -hmm. I saw water for the first time in that game, like I just kept walking up and down the stream, like looking at the water flow because I couldn't believe it. And then Stray from like an indie perspective um, and, and a game where you play where you're literally a fucking cat of all things. Um, like was paced perfectly, like had like great like puzzle and then running and then you know they had they had that down really well and it wasn't super long and drawn out um and that was great like just awesome like just awesome the games that like have been coming out um it it has me really excited for all the games that I haven't gotten a chance to play that have that have been coming out and then also thinking of like the game awards and the and the games that we we saw that 
are going to be coming soon. Um, we're, I'd say we're in a pretty good time with games um, and like what they're able to do. Pretty awesome. So I'm trying to trying to figure out what games that came out this year that I played. So mm-hmm. As Dusk Falls is a pretty obvious one. And I know another one that I've played. I actually don't think I've technically beaten this yet. Um, but another good one. And I, I think these are both indie games. I know As Dusk Falls is published by Xbox Game Studios. But Escape Academy. Oh, yeah. Is, is another game that came out this year that I really enjoyed so far. I would say I'm probably 70 or 80% of the way through it. It's one of those things where like I'm trying to save it and not rip through it. Um but that's that's a really good game. Uh I'm trying to see what else has come out this year that I've played. Technically, um so I didn't get any games for Christmas, but I bought myself two games for Christmas. Nice. Both PSVR games. Um, one is uh, NFL Pro Era. So not playing Madden, but I'm playing that. Okay. Um, I don't know if you, that's been in like Oculus commercials where the guy is like a, a QB for the Cowboys. I don't know if you've seen that at all. I'm not familiar. Okay. But that's been really fun. Just bought that the other day. I've been playing that. But another game that came out this year that I'm actually super stoked to play. I might try to play it tonight. I'm at least going to play it. Like, I have a couple days off for the new year. So I'll probably end up like doing what I did with the first one and just rip through it. But uh, I expect you to die too. Oh, PSVR. yeah. I think that came out recently. Uh, it was on sale in PlayStation's year-end sale. So I, I bought that. And that's honestly probably my favorite VR game that I've played. Like the first one. Mm-hmm. That was just like such a masterclass in in VR. Oh, no, apparently this did come out in 2021. I'll allow it. But I feel like it came out on PlayStation. No, no it came out on PlayStation. Well, anyway. I mean, let's see. There was High on Life, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did start playing that. Um, it's fun. I don't, and it's a game. I haven't played it since the last time we recorded because we're trying to play Stadia games. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the only reason. Like I have actually been kind of itching to play it. I don't think all said and done, we're having this conversation next year, and I can't remember if High on Life came out in 2022 or 2023. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm going to look back and say, yeah, that was one of my favorite games. No, but, but like, it is, I mean, that's a game that came out this year. Like, you you played, yeah. you know. I mean, there's a there's a blatant one that you didn't play. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's more shocking. Oh, I was, I was, what are you talking about? Oh, I was talking about Madden. Oh, I was talking about Persona 5 Royal. <laughs> oh. I mean, that technically came out years ago, didn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it came out for Xbox Series X and on Game Pass this year. Mm, yeah, well. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm hurt by this decision. I'm just jealous <laughs> that I. Oh, that I can play that you that you, that you have the ability to, and I don't. Because yeah. <laughs> let I'm, me tell you, another game that the if it comes to PlayStation Plus, you bet your ass. There's a really easy solution to all this, Spencer, and it's that you could get a Series S and Game Pass starting at one dollar for your first month. It's true. Do you want to hear a, a funny story? Unless you're still racking your brain for, I'm I'm just going to... through I'm just going through Game Pass and getting pissed off at all these games <laughs> I've still been playing, like Chinatown Detective Agency. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally pulled up a list of like what games released on Stadia or not Stadia. Wow, fuck me. Uh, Game Pass this year, like release day one. Um. I was looking at the list and I I saw Persona and I also that's how I was reminded of High on Life. Gotcha. Um, but no, a funny funny story. Uh, total aside, but to your point of like just getting an Xbox Series S. So my dad, who, um, doesn't I mean he doesn't play a ton of video games, but. It's certainly something that he's done more of lately than, you know, most of my life growing up. Uh, but he and I were talking while I was home and um, he seemed pretty uh, intrigued by an Xbox Series S and the thought of being able to have Game Pass. Um, the thing that he immediately didn't like was, and as you know, the internet... <laughs> Yeah. At my parents' house is rather shite. But I told him, like, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like if you have a weekend coming up where you're like, I might get the game a little bit. Thursday night, take the time, make sure there's no updates, and then you'll you'll be good. <laughs> you'll have it by next weekend. And you'll no, you'll have it by the weekend. <laughs> uh but that's growing up I had to I had to be very uh very smart about how I downloaded updates and downloaded games and stuff like that because I needed to like know ahead of time. If we had like a if we had a land party, uh, yeah, plan for playing GTA and there was a six gig update, you know, I would have been better off probably just running to one of your houses and and downloading it quick and then running back to my house. Should have just laid a pipeline. <laughs> um. But I thought that was funny. And honestly, it is something that I'm still really considering is getting a Series S because um, personally, I know there's a ton of like first party games um, and I just know that it would expand. Shelby can like mooch off of my uh, PlayStation Plus Extra and like download and like she just has to sign in as me on the PS4. Mm-hmm. And then she can download them and then play them on her account on the PS4. So, like, she doesn't have to worry about, like, kicking me off or anything like that. But, um, 
obviously there's like it would just open up the library even more for her particularly and then for me i'd get the, the opportunity to play a ton of xbox games There's, there's definitely a, a good reason to. And I think they're like $200 like every day now. They're at least 250 And I, I think that's supposed to be a, like a permanent price cut. I think it is because I keep seeing them on sale for $50 off at $200. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 even hard for me to not get one. <laughs> get, get a little secondary Xbox. Well, like my thought is... I was going to, and it's ever since they said that, like, the streaming stick might not be happening. Right. Because in my garage, I have, like, I mean, it's it's a cheap old Vizio TV that only has 1080p. Mm-hmm. Like, I got it nine years ago. And I was just thinking, like, if I had the streaming stick, that's what it was going to go on. Mm-hmm. Because in, like, when in the warmer months i spend a lot of time out there so like it'd be nice to have that have something out there if i wanted to play a game or you know whatever Mm -hmm. and then it's just like something too that i can travel with or you know if we 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 throw around the idea of like getting a projector because behind our garage we've just got this big old wall Mm -hmm. that'd be Um, sick so like doing something like that, if we had friends over, like, and it's just, it's just so cheap. Like, cause I'd throw around the idea of like getting a, an old Xbox one too. Cause I mean, that's still getting updated. Right. But at that point, like Xbox ones are still barely cheaper than a series S and yeah. it might as well just be small and less prone to issues. 100%. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, it's funny, but I can't. I mean, I can't say you're ridiculous because I would do the same thing. So yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, I get another Xbox controller. So really, it's like only one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for me, and I get an extra Xbox controller. There you go. <laughs> um, last thing before we wrap up, what's your what's your gaming resolution for twenty twenty three? I guess the low hanging fruit is to play more games. Yeah. maybe we'll see um (laughs) more games i i'm I'm torn because part of me is like play more games that are out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. like the witcher and soulsborne games things like that and another part of me is like finally wrap up my ps3 and ps4 era backlog that that's a huge task it's it's nuts i think i think at the very least i want to catch up on my ps4 era like first party playstation games Mm -hmm. so what is that i'm trying to see my discs from over here like days gone mm-hmm. one um i know like detroit become human which i have downloaded is one uh i was actually talking to justine today 
and that like I might just pull the trigger on Miles Morales because I've like really been having the itch to play that game recently. Mm-hmm. I might just get it for PS4. 2023 Spider-Man confirmed. Spider-Man 2 is coming out 2023. Yeah, and that's probably not going to come to PS4, right? Uh, I don't know. I feel uh, like it's going to be too much. I f- like even if it yeah. comes to PS4, it's probably not going to be worth playing. Yeah. You're yeah, you're probably right. I don't know. I'm also thinking about the fact that Ratchet and Clank didn't come to PS4. But that was obviously like a tech, almost like a tech yeah. demo of the PS5 and like showing the capabilities of it. But like that was Insomniac. So like, I don't know if they're just like full in on, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I follow you. Picking up what I'm putting down. That's, yeah, I, I like that. I mean, put a little bow on that, that era of. It's impossible. I think it's impossible to say like work through your your backlog. No one will ever actually finish their gaming backlog. When they no. do, I mean, good for them. I am just like I'm looking. I finally have since we moved a, like a bookshelf in my office with all of my physical games out, mm. and that's not even like a fraction of the games that I have because a lot of them are digital. Right. Yeah, just like seeing God of War on my shelf knowing how good of a game it is and just not playing it. Right. Even even a game like Sunset Overdrive for Xbox, like I still have not played that. Damn. That might be if you don't count Dead Rising. The only like Xbox One generation game I need to get caught up on. Really? That's pretty so. good. It can't be right. There's okay. Gotta be some digital games too. I mean, that I want to play. Right. Yeah. So like, there's Gears of War in there. I I could care less about those games. I do not like them at all. I don't think they're. I think they're boring and clunky. And I know that's. Uh, not the the average opinion, but no, I I've given that series so many times, and again, just not for me. Which is amazing because third person shooters generally for me. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good. That's a good goal. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the affirmation. Of course. I believe, if I remember correctly, your goal last year, this might have just been like in passing. I don't know if it was actually like the definitive goal that you gave at our end of the year. But the, the main thing I remember you saying that you were going to do was um worrying less about like the level of difficulty that you were playing on for games yes would you say that you like held true to that and like do you feel do you feel good or do you do you do you hate yourself i would say i definitely better um funny enough i don't think many games that i played this year had (laughs) of course (laughs) so (laughs) um but like one of them, like a pretty good example, one of the games I'm trying to get through, I, I'm kind of torn because I know I can get this. I think I can get this on Game Pass, but uh, Star Wars of Force Awakens? Or am I thinking of a completely different game? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order, thank you. <laughs> Force Awakens was Force, one of the that movies. That game like 20 years old. Yeah. Um, I have that game on Stadia. 
And I think I, I think that was a game that I started last year. I said, okay, I'm going to play this on normal. And I would have normally probably played it on hard. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I started it on hard and then I got my ass kicked once and had to, like, I lost 30 minutes worth of progress, which mm-hmm. I'm sure you're familiar with in that mm-hmm. game. Um, part of me is thinking about beating that on Stadia. Um, it... But I think I'm, I moved it to normal. I'll probably move it to easy just so I can rip through it. Funny enough, it's actually one of the PlayStation Plus games for January. I did see that. <laughs> so I guess worst case. Is that going to be PS4 and PS5? Yeah, it'll it'll give you both versions. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm pretty confident it's on Game Pass. It might be. But it'll it'll be like added to your library, not a part of the PlayStation Plus library. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um dude, that game is that game is so good. Um and that's a great example of a of a like taking the opportunity and saying, like, you know what? I just want to play this game. I just want to get through it, especially because now there's a second one coming out. I'm just going to yeah. drop it down. Um, it is on Game Pass. Okay, sick. So, yeah, I, I that was definitely that was probably the best resolution I could make because I'm just getting to a point in my life where I have so little time to play video games. Yeah. So. I just want to be able to enjoy them. Really have to ch- you really have to pick those battles and like especially when you have games that already are just like naturally hard like Metroid that you play. It's like yeah. you still have games that'll give you that challenge, you know. Rely on them I to hope. do that and then and then take take the uh not necessarily even easy, but like just nor like more like normal difficulty approach and just like get get the good like flow of story and and challenge yeah funny an example of a game that i played that didn't have a difficulty setting when i played it at least metroid yeah yeah but see that game like i still would have played on the average difficulty like i would never do the one percent mode and i would never do the easy mode Mm mm-hmm because that's a game that I want to be challenged on. Like that is just the game for right. me. Right. I was gonna say that away. Then it is not the game. Uh, yeah, and and normal difficulty for Metroid is just like hard. Yeah. I, and I, I say that, but also like I'm glad they added the easy mode because like I want people to play that game. Right. Yep. Um, and like Cyberpunk was another big one. I don't think that had a difficulty setting. I think I did. Did it? I can't remember. But I think I think it did. I think you. I think if I remember correctly, you were playing on like whatever the middle of the road difficulty was. Yeah, there, it could be. That is a game. I I I maybe if there if there was a setting that I would have made a little more difficult. Um, I really like when when you get to the final level in that game for like the path that I took. I was pretty underwhelmed. How easy it was. Mm. I expected it to be a little more difficult. I gotcha. What about you? What's your resolution for the new year? I think mine is going to be I've been collecting like old games 
and Shelby and I, I've been mostly trying to like play the games with Shelby, like the handheld ones, rather difficult to play with somebody. Mm-hmm. So like Pokemon and stuff like that, I've been just playing on my own. But Shelby and I were doing like the whole like pass the controller old school style of play with um, the Super Mario RPG. And we had started nice. that and then we just never, never really jumped back into it outside of like the two or three sessions that we played it. So um, I really want to get back into doing those and like kind of playing through generations of games like with her like games that neither one of us got to experience she mostly played like gamecube and we so going back to like old ones and then there's so many gamecube games that i think we both you know missed out on that i'm excited to have the opportunity to play um but definitely like snes and and um nintendo 64 there's just like so many i have quite the collection now for us to like go through so i think making an attempt to actually like get through these and not just let them sit and collect us now mm-hmm. that's that's probably my my main goal that's fair that's a good goal well i feel i feel a little more um i don't know what the the word is uh i believe in myself more for this goal um than my one for play you know new games because I, I was I, I feel like I did a pretty bad job at that. So play old games. Um keep working through my backlog. But certainly not making my resolution to complete that. Because that's impossible. Keep chipping away though. That's all we can do. Yep. Um I wish PSVR 2 wasn't so expensive. Same. That maybe that would have been my my goal is to get that and be a be a VR head. There's Yeah, I it, it sucks because like the only other option really is to like get the meta quest, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Yeah. And again, that's just being vindictive but i i just i can't bring myself to do that i would literally rather just play the original psvr until the wheels fall off and have a be in the meta ecosystem i'm holding out like for another company to come and do something it seems like it's going to happen sooner rather than later but we'll see. Time will tell. Do you think Xbox will ever get into VR? Um, I don't think they're going to make their own hardware. Um, I I mean I think in in probably the next five years we're gonna see pretty like dumbed down VR equipment that just streams. Okay. So so like I could see Microsoft building the Game Pass platform and like the the cloud streaming, the Xbox cloud streaming service to like inhibit VR input and VR games. 
but then you'll see manufacturers like HP and Lenovo and Dell, um, maybe Logitech since they're trying to get into the space, like mm-hmm. even even Steam, like create the actual hardware that you'd be able to connect to Xbox Cloud Streaming or xCloud, whatever you want to call it, to stream VR games. So then it's pretty seamless. You know, it's like the MetaQuest where there's just a headset and controller and it's all wireless. But I don't I don't really think they'll make their own hardware. I hope they do, but No, I think I, I think, think they... what you detailed, like that definitely sounds like something I'd say more like that seems more feasible right now than them actually full on just making their own hardware. But who knows? Yeah, it's and, and you know, people would be pissed off about that cuz it's a different barrier to entry. Like having a, a good VR setup right now, you know, is is pretty expensive. I mean, the the Oculus Quest is is good for what it is. It's it's fine to get people integrated into the system, but uh-huh. like it's not good. Um, you know, you, you're either looking at getting the PSVR, which by the time you get the console and you know the headset, you're looking at a thousand dollars essentially, or you're getting a gaming PC, which alone to be able to run VR is going to be you know probably closer to two thousand dollars, and then another seven hundred dollars for a headset. Right. So, you know. And you can either do that or you can change the barrier of entry to like, okay, well, now you need to have internet that's good enough to stream Mm -hmm. VR games, which is getting lower and lower. But, you know, people still get pissy about it. Right. But I think that's what I'm holding out for at this point. If I get some stupid deal, like, someone gets their kid a PS5 and PSVR for Christmas and they say that they wanted a gaming PC so they just have to get rid of it and I can buy it for $400, sure. <laughs> that would be amazing. Let me, let me, let me know if, uh, if and when that happens. Yeah. All right. I sure will. Well, I suppose that's where we can wrap this up. Let us know what your uh, gaming resolutions are. What's something you're hoping to do? What are your biggest gaming regrets of the year? What what were your biggest highlights? You can let us know over at GGBG Podcast on Twitter and or either of our personal Twitters. I don't know what Mike's is anymore, but you can find it in the it's still the banter Lorraine. I'm not gonna change it. Oh, but you are Lord GGBG Mike now, which is I did change my name to Lord GGBG Mike. Yes, that I love. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, you can let us know over there, and yeah. Other than that, thank you all for another amazing year. Uh, hope you have a hope you had wonderful holidays. Uh, hope you have an amazing new year. Uh. Be sure to share this podcast with a friend or some family. Uh, Leave us a rating or review wherever you do listen to us. Um, Look forward to uh, in the new year 
we will start be starting a uh, YouTube channel dedicated to just uploading these audio podcasts, but um, also potentially giving us the ability to upload any sort of other gaming nonsense that we choose. Um, so you can look forward to that as another, uh, just another place for you to listen. But yeah, thank you all so much. And last but not least, be sure to share with a mom. And we'll see you in the new year.